morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Let's go. Uh, man, what you listen to and watch at night, it matters. Man, he says a lot. He says a lot in that little intro song there, I tell you. If you hear it, you got to really hear it. But he says a whole lot. Get your vision board. What you listen to and watch at night, it matters. Time to get your mindset right. I mean, that's a lot said right there in that little small intro clip, though. So, but All right, good morning again. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 7 a.m. mindset call that we do, mental toughness call <clears throat> that we're actually putting on a blog platform now. Um, and working on making this thing a lot better. We're going to do some interviews and things of that sort, but I don't know, man. We got content here. I just got to get better equipment. You know, I'm just using a conference call line now. I I think our content is so strong compared to some of these other things I hear that I listen to on podcasts. It's almost like, it's almost like a lot of those guys are just hadn't lived it. They're just creating stuff. Uh, so, but we got some good stuff, man. So let everybody know and you can share it also. But on here, we talk about mindset. We talk about leadership. We talk about life. We talk about books. We talk about affirmations. We talk about struggling, which a lot of people don't talk about anymore, man. It's amazing. I wish you could, wish we had a, a struggling Instagram site, you know what I'm saying? Or a struggling social media page. <laughs> Cause you know, business is about struggle. I mean, business is about you know, now. You you go out on these social media sites and you see, you know, high school and college kids only showing you know they're posing and they're showing they're winning already in business. And we already know that doesn't work like that. The struggle has it. I remember how it used to be. People used to be you know. You remember in college we struggled. You know, it was you know. I saw the thing the other day with Michael Jordan. He was sending a letter to his mother saying he needed some stamps and. You know, <laughs> you know that's when we send letters and all that. And he said he had but twenty dollars. He was out of money. Shoot, you go out on social media page, you don't see none of that. Everybody flexing. Everybody, you know. <laughs> I like, man, this thing has changed for real. But the struggle is real, though. I mean, you gotta, you gotta go. And, and it, I, I think it damages people because when you're struggling, like some guys are in the beginning, like everybody is in the beginning of anything. And then you look out and you see, you know, these people supposedly winning. And I don't, you know, even though we know that a lot of that stuff is fake, we still take it for face value. It's like we still take it as if it's real. I don't know why we do that. I don't know. I guess maybe we want it to be so real. That may be what it is. We want it to be so real. But I mean, anything worthwhile in the beginning is going to be hard. You just gotta you gotta go through that process and and we talk about that on here. We let you know that you got it's tough, that you have to be tough. You know what I'm saying? And I like that it's a mindset call. It's not a corporate call, not a team call, not a company call. Because on those calls, which are great, you can't, really can't say a lot of stuff that really needs to be said here. We have no supervisors, nobody monitoring us, so I give it to you straight, uncut, as I know it. Um, the truth that I know over the years that I've done this. And I know that eventually you're going to hear it in, in your face in real life activity, or you can hear it here and be prepared for it because you're going to hear it. You know, you're definitely going to hear it. So 
We got a replay number, 712-432-1085. Same pin code, 783357-POUND. Uh, but I ask you guys to just listen to the replay on uh, when I post it on my page or just go to, like yesterday, I was just playing around. On, I went to iTunes, and I put in Tony Fleming Mindset. Boom, it was there. Uh, you can go to most of these, I would say at least 12 to 15 of these platforms now, and you'll see it there. <clears throat> and so you can share it, listen to it. You know, if you like it, share it. If you don't, don't worry about it. But, you know, to me, um, that's a better way for you to go back and listen to the read because all of them are there. You know how before we used to, once one of them is gone, you know, you had to try to, I had to try to email it to you or something like that. Now, if you just scroll down every one of them, there's probably 30 or 40 of them there already uh, that you can go back and listen to um, at any point. So, all right, mental toughness, folks, let's go. Um you know, I'm the guy here that's searching books, searching blogs, searching videos, searching all kind of stuff to get this mental toughness. You know, a lot of people don't talk about that. And, I, and again, I think when you hear mental, a lot of people think you're talking about some mental ward or something like that. Because if you put the search out for, you know, mental toughness, we actually did that um, when we started set it up on the blog to see how much come up. You know, mindset. A million things come up. Mental toughness, not that much. Uh, and, you know, like I said, that's a bullet point under mindset in me, to me. And mindset is, mindset is a bullet point under personal development. But this mental toughness thing, I'm telling you, is uh, something you really, really <clears throat> need to take hold of. Because um, I've been posted on a plugged in yesterday. I don't know if y'all saw that. Um of the founding visionary, Mr. Lord, when I was listening to him last Saturday, I heard him say it right there in the middle of this conversation, and a lot of people miss it, but he said that this thing is all about mindset. It's cerebral. It's all about the way you think. It's all about how you handle problems. I mean, I'm talking about 95% of it. While we're looking for these other answers, the answers are in our mindset. The answers are in the books that we suggest. The answers and so, because you can, the people who win in life, who win big, are the ones who can handle the most problems. That's what the, that's what you get paid for. If you look at the leaders in any company that's making the most money, I can promise you, they're handling the most problems. As you can tell, once you can know, you know when the money is about to start flowing more and more, you start having more problems more issues throughout the group, all kind of stuff started to happen. And see, the person that can handle those things and keep moving uh, are the ones who are going to wind up, you know, making the most money because that's what you get paid for, to take the pressure off somebody else. Because, okay, we're going to pay you a lot of money as you're building your team because now you're dealing with a lot of folk and you're handling a lot of things that the company doesn't have to handle or another leader doesn't have to handle you're handling those things. You're handling them before they get to customer service or before they get to any any other way. You you're the person that's leading that group and team, and so and you're keeping your confusion down and all that. That's what you get paid for. You know what I'm saying? That's what you get paid for. Um, leaders handle the most problems, and the only way you're going to handle problems is get the right mindset. You know, personal development, becoming that person that 
understand that you're not gonna let little stuff nag at you and little stuff. You gotta you gotta hear the issue, face the issue, give a solution. Next, move to the next. Hear the issue, face the issue, give a solution, move to the next. Hear the issue because guess what? It's gonna be all kind of issues coming at you. As your team grows, as your business grows, as anything grows, like I don't care if you're in real estate, you know, as you get more houses and more stuff, you got you're gonna have more problems. You know, Biggie said it. More money, more problems. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying we know the problems coming as you grow, and you got to be ready for them. Because as I'm hanging up a front more call, handling a, a challenge, here come another one, and I got to have my mindset right to deal with that. Listen to it. Figure out how the best way to handle it. Give the solution. Move on. You don't hang on and stick with stuff all day, every day. You can't. Not as a leader. You got to. You got to break it down, man. Okay, I hear you. Here it is. I got it. Boom. Here's the answer. Let's try to move on from this. Because if not, you're going. You especially as a leader, you're growing. You getting. You getting problems coming all different ways. And the person who can't do that. Oh, man, life's going to be challenging for you. You see CEOs of companies, man, when they walk into a meeting, they hear the issues. They think of, see, CEOs, the ones who make the most money are thought leaders. They're thinkers. They don't They don't deal with, I had posted the other day that the, the people who make the least amount of money in companies are the ones who know how to run everything. You know what I'm saying? They they know how to run the fax machine. They know how to run. They know every challenge that's going. They know how to do all that, and that's what the company pays. See, the ones who 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 the thought leaders, the ones who they can't do none of that. If they were stuck in the office, they'd be in trouble because they're thinking all day long. They're not dealing with that kind of stuff. Their whole see, and the challenge is, and not the challenge, but the thing is, people think that okay, CEOs make all this money. That and, and here's the thing. When work is over with, they take it with them because they're thinking all day, all night. And when a lot of people who work in the office, when it's over with, it's over with. It's fine. They done. They shutting down the copy machine. They shutting down the fact. They shutting down all the equipment. They own by their business. The, the the CEO, the thought leader, is sitting in there thinking. He's going home thinking. He's thinking all night. She's thinking all night. She's thinking. How can I? Same thing in business. Same thing. The leaders are always thinking. You know, when somebody tells me something, man, I'm already thinking. I'm hearing it. I'm seeing it. I probably already heard it. But if not, I'm going to take it and I'm going to think about it. I'm a, you know, you got to be you. You got to be a thought leader. You got to be thinking about stuff because that's what changes lives. That's what. Change, and you got to be able to make decisions and move on. You can't you can't hang on to stuff, man. And that's why I said that comes with mindset and per and see you'll grow as you grow, you know, he said that in the little clip that's in plugged in. If you listen to it, that was only what, thirty seconds? He's like, As your team grow, you gotta grow. There's a thirty second clip that Kenny Lord said there and I put in there. I mean, now that was in the midst of everything else he said, and I bet you a lot of people missed that part. And when I heard it my mind was ding 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 ding, ding that was a week and a half ago on Saturday, and I held on to that. And last, yesterday, I went and found it, and just videoed it and put it on there because I knew people missed that. They looking for everything else. Tell me the answer how to solve this product problem. Tell me the answer. Yeah, I mean those are good things to have. You should have that information. I'm not saying that, but he said it clearly, like I say all the time. It's ninety five percent. 
So if you're constantly working on yourself, you're constantly reading, you're constantly getting better in yourself, when, when issues come along, which they will, or not only that, you'll have a better conversation with people. The people will look at you differently if you're working on your mindset. I was talking to my guy yesterday. I told you I talked back and forth to this guy uh, who's going to help us get books in the prison system. And, man, listening to this guy, you hear how sharp he was. Now, at 17, this guy had a did a terrible thing, a murder kid, had a gun with him. He was, you know, they got into a fight or whatever. I mean, seven, he's 41 years old now. He's been in prison 21 years. I talked to this guy maybe once every two weeks. Profound. I mean, just listening to him, I learned so much stuff. The books that he's put in his – he was telling me yesterday – that Man's Search for Meaning was one of his favorite books. I didn't know that he even read that book. That's one of my favorite books, Man's Search for Meaning, Victor Frankl. He said when he saw the title of it, he's like, man, I got to read that, Man's Search. And listening to him and listening to his thought process, he was telling me that. He said, man, when I get out of here, I already know I got to separate from my family because they, they hadn't changed. They still bigger than – he said he had to tell his mother on the phone, look, and then she started crying because she realized that this dude had changed. She, he said, I told her that 17 years ago. Because, and I asked him, I said, you think if you hadn't gotten locked down, well, he said, well, I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have never had the ability to get the knowledge that I'm getting. He said, because it wasn't in my community, and I didn't know where to get it. And so by me being, and I hate to say that people, I hate to say that people have to go to prison and all this stuff to start getting knowledge and reading, but a lot of folks have to be shut down and locked down almost. Because y'all, y'all got too much freedom to roam around now, you're not going to lock yourself down. you got too many distractions that you can't read two or three pages in a book. You can't. I mean, but this dude is, as I listened to him, I said, man, do you know how you sound? He said, man, he said, he said, I got people telling me that. But I'm not talking about his verbiage, his whole language, his whole, it's almost like a joy just hearing him because, this, and I said, man, how did you, you know, he said, man, and he said he was heading for destruction, and he went back through his old family life and how his father, you know, he grew up in a household. His father beat his mother real bad, and everybody was violent. And he said, I was I was heading that. I mean, you could see it clearly coming that way. But my point is the knowledge that he's gotten, how he's changed his mindset and his thought process, and how he said clearly, you know, I, I can't deal with that when, once I get out. I'm gonna have to separate. I already told them I can't. I can't do. I can't do that because you know that's just their whole life, bickering and fighting, and you know to the end. He said I can't operate that way. Uh, and I know that as we get better mindset wise, and we get better on the knowledge that we have, which we fight it. Like I said, we fight it to the end. That we don't need that, or we don't need to hear that, or we don't. Man, I'm like, where do you get your knowledge from if you not? Now, I know you're going to say, I get it from the Bible. I already say Proverbs. But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can read Proverbs, and it's not going to tell you how to uh, set up your Instagram page. Proverbs is not going to tell you how to um, do stuff on the Internet now that you need to know. You're going to have to find books and read stuff to find out about that. There's no way in Proverbs that's going to show you how um, social media work or how, um, you know, any a lot of things work that you do. you got to read to find those things. You know, <laughs> I just, I just, that's all I do. 
Really? Okay. All right, so, boy, I just said a lot then. <laughs> I'll make sure y'all listen to that again. I'm telling you, I just said a lot. And you missed some of the stuff, I'm telling you. Just like y'all missed that point that Mr. Lord said, though, you didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. I know you didn't. You was listening for other stuff. <clears throat> um, world class class seeks the wisdom of the ages. All right. So average performers tend to be believe as long as they have acquired the necessary knowledge to perform in their job, it's no longer important to continue the education learning process. The great ones are the busiest people in the marketplace. They always search for the most effective and efficient methods of learning. One favorite is reading and studying positive quotation books. Hmm. Positive quotation books. These books are jam-packed with wisdom from the most highly evolved thinkers and performers. While most amateurs probably consider positive quotations to be cheesy, the pros are studying them like scientists and benefiting from the wisdom of the ages. Now, some people post a lot of quotations and stuff like that, but some of them ain't even read them. You just, just grab them and post them on your page. But... The pros study quotes. They study them and see the benefit of them. And like they study them like scientists. He said these books contain pure gold, and the champions know it. He said, amazingly, guess what? You can find these these you can find these quotation books. You can find these quotation books sitting on discount racks at major bookstores in the world. Very few people buy them. I'm going to tell you another thing. You can find powerful training, leadership information on YouTube with not a lot of likes and comments. I'm not saying that the ones that get a lot of likes and comments is like it's a bad thing, like, you know, that's still not good information because it is. But I'm saying a lot of times we miss stuff because we don't see all the hits and we don't see all the comments that around it. And you start clicking on it and listening to it. For me, I listen to it, I see why. Because a lot of that stuff hits you in the gut, it hits you in the, hits you in the head, it tells you that they, and people don't want to hear that. People just want to feel good and motivated. They want to, they want to just feel, but when you, it's a lot of truths out here that not getting a lot of likes, not getting a lot of comments, even on social media, because a lot of those truths hurt, and people don't really want to face that. They don't want to deal with that, you know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with a lot of these books that's on these discount shelves. Most folks don't want to face the reality of it. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Um, it's just just don't want to. Because he said very few people even buy those quotation books. The masses are so focused on finding happiness through pleasure that they miss the fact that happiness, watch this. And this is another thing that people have to debate with. Here's another debate because it's your old thinking telling you something different. Happiness is a byproduct of wisdom and self-discovery. No, it ain't. It's watching 
um, uh, Ozark. No, it ain't. It's watching. That's happiness. To me, you read something, man, and you get a discovery from it. You get wisdom that you can use. When I started doing that at 28, 29, I couldn't stop, man. I mean, it, 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 I guess there's something wrong with me that I'm not a part of the, the way the thought process of the masses or something, man. I remember how I used to come into my apartment um, and lock myself in there, get my little jazz CDs and play them, Joe Sample, and, you know, all the kind of – and then grab my books. It was like, man, it was like a – I had found something new that nobody else knew about, or I found something new. It was like a drug because I was getting more wisdom and knowledge and my life was changing. Now, you got to understand, again, I've said this a million times, up to 28, I was a party dude. I mean, I'm talking about the real party dude. I'm going to have to write a book for real and put the real stuff in there. I, I don't talk about some of the stuff that I did. I don't talk about a lot of it that I did. I do talk about some of it, but, you know, when they say Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. I'm talking about I was that guy. I could, if, if I would say some of the stuff, most people would not believe it. If I put it in a book or say it to you all right now of the things that I did, I would have to go find the guys. <clears throat> it's probably ten guys that I know. Five of them in Birmingham, and then other fighters around the country that we I could break down stories. And we could, I found them. I was thinking about one guy yesterday, and I said, I want to, I was going to post something. I said, no, I ain't going to post it because I don't want his name to be involved in it. But I could tell stories of, uh, and, I, and I think about them every day that, you know, I was 10 seconds away of something happening. Well, I could have gone to jail. Anything could have happened at that time. Because, I mean, I think about one move I did and what I did. And I, I said to myself, what made me do that that quick? How did I move that fast? Because if I didn't, things would have been totally different. Totally different. And it sounds kind of crazy hearing it from me now because if you know me, y'all think I'm the biggest, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you think I'm just corny because I talk about books all the time and read all the time. But, bruh, if I, well, not bruh. (laughs) Y'all ain't bruh. But I'm telling you, if I go back and break down some of the stuff that really happened, and, and what I'm saying is how it became, when I started reading, it, the self-discovery and the wisdom that came along with that man was like a drug. Now, maybe I might be different. Maybe maybe I might. But I can't see how people, when you get this, how it doesn't move you when you get something new and some kind of knowledge, some kind of wisdom that you didn't hear before. I don't know how that doesn't affect you like maybe you watching some silly um um, you know, uh, what do you call those shows? Reality TV shows. It's almost like some of that stuff moves you the way wisdom and knowledge moves me. And I don't know, I guess like Sly Stone says, some people <laughs> got two people in the household, the family affair. <sighs> One child grows up. Somebody who just love to learn. The other child grows up, somebody you just love to burn. It's a family affair. So maybe, I don't know. But I'm telling you, as I get this information, and you know, I go, and I'm talking about for years, it has changed my life. You can ask my mother, She every six months she'll say something about that. Because I probably had drove her 
insane to a point where she was like, uh, she told my dad, you handle you. I, I'm done. I don't want to hear nothing else. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done with him. And I still remember I was in the basement of my dad's house, and he was sitting there talking to me, and I could tell, I mean, he was like, he was fighting back like tears because I don't know what my mom had said to him about me. I really don't, but I know it wasn't that good. I can tell you that. And again, like I said, y'all listen to me. I think he's so. Oh, he talk about his books and corny. He kind of just he just he, he always talking about that. I promise you, from the age of sixteen to twenty eight, you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I told you one of my neighbors told my mom, I told my mom, Tony cussed like a sailor arguing with his wife. <laughs> I was sitting in the barbershop one day, and my partner, Dwight, after the after the I left the barbershop, he said, man, did you hear how many times you cussed in there? He said, I said, no, I didn't hear. He said, because they got a sign up on the wall. He said, the barber kept looking at you like, hey, hey man, that was my name. That was my language. <laughs> Again, like I said, if I were to put my stories in a book, y'all would say I made it all up until I had to bring five or ten guys in and say, tell them. Then you might believe it. But if I tell you that right now and the stuff that I did and what happened to me, I mean, I'm telling you, literally. I'm sitting in the projects one night. Guy put a gun to my head, literally to my head, and said he thought that I was somebody had robbed him. I didn't even know the dude. I didn't even, I didn't even, I mean, I'm sitting there like, and this dude, he was shaking like he was about to, it's so crazy. I left and came back an hour later to the same spot. Why would you do something like that? What What is wrong with <laughs> I had a gun. I came back. I'm sitting up. I'll leave that alone. Let's move on. But I'm just trying to tell you what this stuff has done for me in my life. And when you hear me talk about it and see how serious I am about it every day and how I get up every day, I'm telling you. I'm telling you what this stuff is. Now, again. Some of y'all might be programmed to, so bad or, or just in your body that you or in your mindset that you just ain't going to get this. You ain't going to do it. You're going to stick with what you're doing. You're going to debate with me. You're going to say, okay, I'm I'm a, you know, I'm going to just keep preaching this and teaching this every morning and keep saying it. I'm going to keep talking about it. Because, you know, it's like when you find something that has helped you so much, you can't help but do it. You know, and maybe the stuff that y'all listen to, the stuff that y'all keep continuing to watch, maybe that's helping you. Maybe, uh, you know, Uptown, you know, Uptown Hip Hop is helping you. Maybe it is. Or maybe whatever you, you know, you're doing is helping you then, okay. But here, he said the mindset is a, microcosm of that illustrates why the rich get richer and the poor stay poor. Human beings cannot remain stagnant. We either growing or we dying. 
we're either getting better or we're getting worse. See, you can't sit back and say, well, I don't need to read nothing else. You're getting worse. I don't need to get no new knowledge. You're getting worse. You can't say, I got enough knowledge, so I'm going to sit still and I hold on to this, and this is all I need to do. I left school. I graduated. I got. I read a few books. I'm pretty smart right now. Oh, you're going backwards. You can't stay stagnant. You're going to either, you can get better, you're getting worse. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. It's almost like the same thing about your money. If you're not investing your money to make it grow, sitting in the bank, it's getting worse because it's going backwards. You can't, 10 years from now, that money that you sit in the bank with 1% interest or half a percent interest, even 4 or 5% interest, it ain't worth the same 10 years from now because of inflation. Everything else has grown except your money. So when you pull your money out, you put a thousand dollars in there and you pull it out, you pull that grand out, that grant that thousand dollars probably worth by seven hundred because you didn't make it grow. It's the same thing with your mindset. If you sit there and don't grow, ten years from now things have moved, things have changed, so, you know, you hadn't you stagnant, you're going backwards. It ain't your stuff, your thoughts ain't worth half the stuff that it used to be worth. You can't sit there and think about that and say, Well I'm good This is what you said. Well, I got the Lord. The Lord is not. I mean, boy, I swear, we, we, I don't know who ruined us with that. I do. I do. But (laughs) we either growing or we dying. We either getting better or we getting worse. He said the pros use these quotation books as methods of ensuring they're they're on the path of learning and growth. And these quotations, a lot of them, I'm telling you, come from Proverbs. I know that. But you got to take that and put it in a business sense, put it in how it applies to yourself, and most people can't even do that. Here you go. Here you go. Well, I can. <laughs> That's another excuse. To keep you from doing the stuff that we suggest you do. <laughs> well, I can. I can take this stuff and I can. Really? <laughs> really? What, what, um, what is it? Who's that? Les Brown or one of them said, okay, let's look at, let's break it down. Let's look at your life, look at your health. Look at your finances. Let's look at all that. We'll see. Well, you can. <laughs> all right, action step for the day. Make a commitment today to read at least five positive quotations every day for the rest of the year. Wow. You, you, it's enough out on social media. You just got to read them and break them down because people be posting them all the time. You know, you can find them just right there. The wisdom in these quotes will motivate, inspire, and enlighten you. Here's a quote from Groucho Marx. (laughs) Groucho Marx says, I find television very educational. He says, every time someone turns it on, I go in the other room and read a book. (laughs) He said, I find television very educational. Every time someone turns it on, 
I go in the other room and read a book. All right, folks, that's it today. All she wrote. Pencil broke. Y'all have a great day. Um, let's go make it happen. Um, let's see here. Let's go make it happen. Um, wow. Jesus, never enough. All right, folks, we're out of here. Y'all have a great day. Let me sign out. Bye.